1: You're listening to 43 Feet, a podcast about leadership. We believe that real leading happens out front, but that usually means you're probably building the next 43 feet of good road for those behind you while you're running the race yourself. My name is Frank Schwartz, known in the gloom of the early morning as Dark Helmet to my F3 brothers.
0: Make way for Dark
1: Helmet. All rise in the presence of Dark Helmet. Every week, I'll be talking with leaders in and out of F3, including regular appearances from my shared leadership team. If I'm going to do this... I'll need my news team at my side.
2: News team, assemble!
1: We're here for candid conversations, to answer questions from around F3 Nation, to pontificate wildly, teach leadership, and otherwise attempt to help you navigate the next 43 feet. And
2: we're back. (laughs)
1: I swear I'm not drunk. Take them all again. Hey, welcome back to the 43 Feet Podcast. I am your host, Dark Helmet. And this week, as most of the time is the case, I am joined by members of the shared leadership team of F3 Nation. And here they are in all of their glory. First, Seth Brown, 47. 47. Hey, Bono. Yeah, Yeah, there he is. Welcome, Bono, head of leadership development.
2: Rock and roll, brother. Good to be here this week.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it. And the, the nation's shaker of the weasels, Eric Nowak, 42, one, 41. I'll be 42
3: in 10 days. Oh, is that right? Yep. How about that? How
1: about that? I guess a lot of good men have uh, their birthday in the summer, June and July and, and such.
3: You know why, right?
1: Uh, I'm sure there's some sort of joke to be made here about Because It gets uh,
3: cold in October. Hey, oh, <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: you know, it's fun. OK, now I'm going way off script, but uh, and I'll introduce the other guy. It's all the call in just a second. But um, all my children are born in January. And then, of course, the youngest one had to hold out. And she's February one. And my the joke is always like, if you count backward from that, my birthday's in April. OK, so moving on, we've got uh, <laughs> we've got the, the nation's head of I.T., Chris Gambino, 36.
0: Bada Bing? Hey, I appreciate it. I'll take that. I'm 40. 40. Oh. Bada Bing.
1: He's, he looks I know, way I'm good. I am. Yeah, <laughs> you look you look way stronger than 40. Um,
0: so, on that, I have that's to say all, it. The sweaty, all the sweaty shirtless pics that we post out and down here. In the, that's what in it is, baby.
1: The, back, you know what it is? Grease up Bada Bing, and he looks 36.
3: Hey, we were we were at a work a workout on on um, Saturday. Linus was there, and we had this guy named Mud Puppy who's like in its like thirty. We're going around the circle, and Linus goes forty nine. The dude about fell over if he wasn't already like on the ground when he heard that Linus was forty nine. He was like, <laughs> "Man, I have something to live up to." That's
1: right. You're like, "Hey, buddy, uh, this forty nine year old just ran all over you." Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. So, uh, Bono, bada Bing, and uh, Gobbler are all joining me today. The other gentlemen uh, on the SLT are otherwise occupied. I think. I think Bing has a little, little tummy ache or something. Oh, poor Bing. He's uh, he's sick in some fashion or other. Uh, Kitty's running kids all over the place and i think gmo had a mammon uh deal that he's dealing with so so we we may be fewer than normal but it's a quorum so we're calling it and we're gonna we're gonna make big decisions about, <laughs> about the happenings of the nation in the absence of those guys anything we need to do that uh, those guys would be
2: opposed to that we need to move forward just assign them duties that they would otherwise uh, there we go yeah. to right? <laughs> committee chairs. I,
3: yeah. we volunteer by not being here
1: that's right exactly
3: no, um, so as, as we look at
1: kind of what's going on around the nation, I know we have the COT podcast, obviously that you would uh, you know tune into and get a lot of good announcements about what's happening around the nation. But uh, I'm pretty excited because in a couple of weeks we've got GTE30, which is in uh, Illinois. Um, we also have you know, a lot of summer summery things happening. But I think that as as we start looking, you know, this is high time to uh, bring on FNGs. You know, a lot of times guys struggle in the mornings because they got to get kids to school and stuff like that. And so this is actually, I think, a really good time to be out there in EH. And and I will say I asked the question uh, at the end of a beatdown uh, that I led uh, maybe a week ago, week and a half ago, something like that. Uh, and I said, uh, hey, who can tell me the name of the last guy they EH'd? And there was a lot of staring at each other going on. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, Hmm, I, I think that tells us a little something about our, you know, how, how we're doing and what our frequency looks like. And so I think sometimes we just get in a little bit of a rut and we kind of forget, but <clears throat> with that, you know, we're going we're bringing out new guys and then there's regions across the nation that are just growing like crazy uh, and, and bringing new guys out and, and all kinds of stuff. And, and I think that sometimes it's tough to balance or tough to know, like, how hard do you make it? How difficult do you lay it on, especially if there's FNGs or whatever, but even, even more so than that, a few weeks ago, and guys are still talking about it. So I assume that it's uh, still on some people's minds um, slaughter, you know, at the, uh, and actually it was, it was when we were down there in, uh, in Jacksonville with Gambino um, he and I went down for a sandlot and, uh, and, and did some work with those boys and, and, uh, And at the end of that is when he kind of gave the the speech. He's talked about it since too, but this idea that we're getting soft as F3 nation, that maybe we're not challenging ourselves as hard as we should be. Guys are going to hard workouts, maybe. Sure. Uh, And some of us certainly are are doing our best to, you know, stay, stay fit. I mean, we all are, you know, we're out there doing something, but I think sometimes we lose a little perspective and we say, well, at least I'm not the guy on the couch. And then we kind of, leave it at that, like, okay, yeah, you made it off the couch, but maybe we're not pushing ourselves as hard. So he says, we're getting soft. Um, I'm curious what you guys think about whether or not you think we're getting soft. And then also, uh, if we are getting soft, what do we do about it? And then Kali, the, maybe the last question is kind of that, uh, it, you know, if we make it too hard, aren't we going to lose guys? You know, how do we balance all that? So I'm, I'm curious what you guys, uh, what you guys are thinking. Go
2: ahead, Bono. So I, I would actually start off almost with the Tom Sawyer story we used to talk through where I think part of the the reason that uh, F3 is interesting and intriguing and something that I'd want to get up, you know, at four or something in the morning to, to post at 530 down here is that it's something that seems like work, but it's actually fun. So whenever you can take something difficult and make it fun, then it's something Something more interesting. So I think for me, if, if it, this was something easy to do, um, personally, I don't know if, if I would want to do it because um, I can easily skip things that are easy because uh, it's not a challenge. I think part of it for me, when I, when I think through it, um, I think about the reason that for me that it's interesting, the reason that I want to post is because it's, it's difficult. Um, again, going back to, to Mark Twain, um, in the book, "Win the day, um, Mark Battison talks about this quote of eat the frog, which is the whole concept that Twain says, if you have to eat, do something difficult, do it first thing in the morning. If you have to eat a frog, do it first thing. Cause then you did the grossest, most difficult thing in the morning. And then the rest of the day, you've got, got the ability to accelerate and, and coast through. So I think for me, part of the, just the concept when I, when I heard Slaughter talk through that. It's this whole idea of, of do something difficult, do it first thing in the morning. And that's what F3 is about. So I think it's a core principle, um, I think, is the first step. I think the second step, too, is something that Slaughter already said, is that then the other thing t- is we don't leave guys behind, right? We don't leave them where we found them. Um, and so that's sort right. of the balance, I think, that we're finding. But the first thing is, is that first step of, of uh, do something difficult first thing in the, in the morning. It's Interesting. So, so that's part of what brings you out. That's part of what you like about
1: it is that there's a horrible, hard thing that you that you start with, and you're you're saying that you think uh, maybe that's part of the attraction is it's kind of that, uh, you know, that that that's why I, we're bringing
2: guys. I out. can almost promise you that because that's I think see a lot of guys who go to the gym, and mm-hmm. you know they come out the first time and it's amazing how many guys who look fit come out to F three and they're like, holy crap, I got my butt handed to me. Yeah, I won't lie, that's one of my
1: favorite things.
2: It's it's <laughs> awesome, right? And and uh, and and one of the studs here in ENC Grout, I remember the he was coming out. He's like, yeah, I'll try it because I think enough people harassed him. He's like, tried it, um, and then we did this practice ruck for it or for an event, and we were back there, and it just I think that event was one. is like, holy crap, I got some work to do, and he's always accelerating, moving, but it was it was sort of exposing some weaknesses in a guy who thought he was strong because he was, but strong in a different yeah. way. That was yeah. one of the things that definitely I think has kept him coming back.
1: Yeah, it, it no, interesting. Stronger. It, you know, and I think that's, you know, some guys really kind of took it personally when Slaughter said that they're like, I'm not soft. Uh, I'm not getting soft, you know, and then I usually I, if I react too quickly like that, I go, oh, wait a minute. Uh, that probably means I was offended a little bit in some way. Like that hurt my feelings, which means I'm probably, I'm probably getting soft and don't realize it. But God, what's, what's your thinking on this?
3: So First of all, disclaimer: When I heard uh, Slaughter's comments, I think I stood up, saluted, and had a good hard hard on in, the, in my living room when I heard those comments. You know, I next was, up I on, was on
1: ten things through. I didn't need to know today. Yeah,
3: ten things. I got <laughs> nine more later, but um, you know, it, it, the the comment that you know Slaughter says, "Hey, you're getting soft. We need to we need to lean in. We need to stay tough." And the counter to that, which I'm going to argue is a false counter, is oh, we're going to leave the six. We can't drop the six. And here's why it's a false counter. Softness is not, it it is mainly a mental attribute. Leaving the six behind is a physical activity. Like, so they're, they're not on the same scale. It's a complete false. So when you start, you juxtapose these, you are, you're countering one with, with something that has nothing to do with the other. Okay. You do both things because they're, completely different attributes or two different things. One's an attribute of your life and the other is something you do in that workout. And so you, you need to, we as men are called to be, to do hard things, to not be soft, soft. You can be soft in a myriad of different ways. You softness can creep into your life through not having a difficult conversation with your wife through not stepping up and doing the hard discipline on your children, right. Avoiding the difficult conversation at work the, you know, not doing fill in the blank. Okay. You, you don't need a cue to be hard. Okay. You, the cue helps. It undoubtedly is a great tool and a great forcing function. But if you are to the point, if you are, if you've been in F3, two, three, four, five years, and you're like, oh yeah, I need a cue to make a hard workout. I I think you're missing the point of F3. I think you haven't taken it to the step, right? So the purpose of the cue is to ensure that everyone you know, provide a workout for everyone, provide an environment. Yes. You're going to get divergent physical, um, you know, physical uh, abilities and a good cue can, can address both of those. But if a cue is developed, it it looks at this crowd and goes, wow, you're way up here. I've got to, you know, I got to turn around to get guys. Okay. Now you step up. What makes it, what is hard in that circumstance is maybe stepping up and helping him in that moment. Right. If mm. Q says, okay. hey, do too many, 20 Merkins OYO. OK, if hard might be you find a bench and throw your feet up. OK, so, or maybe he goes, hey, you know, the Q calls out, we're going to sit here and do pull ups. Hey, you know, sweaty balls, you've just been smoking all these, get your feet up. OK, and so, you know, this is this, this idea that they're, you know, they're, they're on the same spectrum. It's, it's just not, it's just not. I don't know that. No, it, that
1: it, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you know, I, I see what you're saying kind of like the two things don't necessarily have to do with one another. By the way, you just gave somebody a great FNG name to use at some <laughs> point in the future. Um I mean, guys always say like, oh, you got to be able to say it in church. And I was like, oh, that's a that's a that's a guideline. That's not a that's not a rule. We don't have that. That's not a thing. Uh, I would so, just
3: call uh, him Sierra Bravo. If I saw him.
1: the there you go. Right. I mean, there's so many ways to, to get around that. Right. Uh, we got an assless chaps out there. Right. It, you know, so I think sweaty balls is fine. Uh, Gambino, you've never done a soft workout that I'm aware of in your life. I've never seen you do anything that looked like that. Um is is it is it a matter of what, what do you think about what gobbler said is that it's it's kind of two different things like whether you go back for the six is a thing that you just do because it's the right thing to do and that's not really the issue the issue is whether or not you're you know just doing half a burpee or you're cutting reps or things like that you're you, it seems like one maybe has to do with integrity and the other has to do With like a personal internal integrity and the other has to do with uh, a compassion and a caring for another man. What what do you think, Chris?
0: Yeah, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head there. And the way I think about it is when I go out there, uh, I know it's first and foremost, me versus me. And I have to hold myself accountable to not being soft. I know just confessional here, having done F3 for five years or so, there are workouts where I just sort of sandbag it. And I know that. I'm the only one that knows that. I might do all the reps, but I'm not doing them, you know, in great form. It's dark. Probably nobody. Oh, knows. so Slaughter was just talking
1: to you. I see. Slaughter. Hey, was the,
0: Hey, listen. We were in Jacksonville. I got, it makes I sense a, now. Exactly. I, I, I had that sort of, you know, trick on the heart. Oh, I've done that before. Yep. But the thing that Slaughter also said in another uh, speech I've heard him talk about is, hey, when you get in – that comfort zone. It could it's not always that you get in the comfort zone. Uh it it happens at various times and points in in your you know life cycle of F three and you gotta change the game on yourself. And that's also where your shield lock comes in. That's also where guys who you have given permission to hold you accountable in you know in the pack that, hey, you're not doing all the reps or you're not working hard enough. Guys know me well enough and I they have that permission to call me out, dynamically shame goad me at a workout. And you know, going back to uh, uh, what Gobbler said about fitting up the six and things like that, you know, I think it takes, uh, it, it should be a part of the queue planning process of what guys am I what might show up at my workout today. Am I going to have all the, you know, fast holes or am I going to have a bunch of Clydesdales? Or am I going to have a mix of both? And how am I going to build this queue and workout to both push the fast holes, make them run circles around the Clydesdales they have to, and... You know, if if a guy uh, can't do all the reps, heck, I'm going to make guys do donations for that guy then. And we're going to bring him along. We're going to drag him along. And, you know, it may not get easier, but that guy is going to get stronger. And we say that all the time. And so I do believe that what Sauter said needed to be said. And I also believe it it, it doesn't have to be mutually exclusive of not picking up the six. I think you can still pick up the six. You can still – uh, no, leave no man behind as our credo says but we're not going to leave them where we found them so we're going to have to push them whether that be physical or mental that's why we're here and that's why F3 is so unique is that it's more than a workout it, it, it's it's pushing guys physically the workout's just where it starts it pushes them mentally it turns them into leaders it gives them confidence and uh, we're going to pull them along so that's, that's my
3: take on it
1: yeah no I agree go ahead Gob.
3: hardness speaks to this um what I call THS. Okay. And THS has the ability to pervade all of us. Okay. It is tiny heart syndrome. Okay. And so that's why I say it's more about who you are as a man than it is what you're doing. You can be quote unquote soft and be very physically fit. You could be gifted. Okay. But, you know, there is a, for those of you know, you all know the, the pax man I know I like to lift weights. I have, I started later in life, but I have found I really like it. And one of the reasons is because when you are underneath of a bar and you squat down and you go to press up and you are literally getting crushed, like it's forcing the air out of your lungs. There is no like bailing. There is no, it's, you got to do it. And or literally nothing, get crushed. <laughs> there's, I mean, I have sat or stood and looked at a bar with X amount of weight on it's like I I, I have to find something mental. I have to get underneath there. And I that just you have to get something there. That's why one of the reasons I I think lifting weights is good because it develops a hardness, it develops a mental edge that when you look at a scenario, you're like, I have to do it. Um, and the same thing goes with grow rocks, you know, uh, it, you get into that situation and you're like, well, I don't know if I can do it. And every man needs to to get to that point and do things that they don't know if they could do going to the comfort crisis book that you, you've said many times, you know, and I've done, you know, I, I make this, it's kind of a joke, but it's absolutely true. My mom, I knew I was strong when I could beat my mom at arm wrestling at 14 flat out. That was the truth because we, I grew up on a farm
1: and my mom was yeah. A, your mom's not like a little hundred pound, you know, waif. No, yeah. No, she, the, for the packs
3: yeah. out there, if you've ever seen the comic Hagar the Horrible Helga, that's my mom straight up. Um, Including the helmet with the horns on it. Yeah. We it's doked, very nice. Yes, it's very strange. We joked yes. about the helmet, but she is a quarter Norwegian. So there you go. Um, and so that was the, the environment I grew up in along with my dad who You know, if he needed to work 18, 20 hours a day, that's what happened. Because if he didn't, we didn't eat. Right. And so, you know, and it's this is that that that's how I grew up. I know not everyone grew up that way. And so, you know, I, I live here in the Pacific Northwest and it it hurts my soul. Literally, when I go around and see people that are soft, because my grandfather grew up in this area. He lived in this area, and he was anything but a soft man. And you see that in today's culture, though. Softness has pervaded so much. Oh, it's 90, it's 90 degrees here today, and you would have thought we were on the surface of the sun the way people are acting up. There. Eh. <laughs> okay? <laughs> <laughs> now, I realize that to you guys, 90s, probably not that bad, and it's not even humid. Gambino Jumping keeps his room.
1: house at that temperature. How else are you going to sweat and keep that oily body sexy, baby? You keep oh,
3: that you're, struggling. you're struggling you're you're, you're right. just I can you all can't see his face but you for those of you who can't see Bono's face he's just I think I'm short-circuiting his he, brain here he,
1: right. well he wants to change the subject so bad as soon as I start talking about oily Gambino again so go, go ahead Bono
2: the way my brain was and I, I won't go everywhere it was is is thinking about one of the themes that keeps popping up is it's it's about each individual guy and I think that again this is something that Slaughter says and. We mentioned a couple of times it's what's in your heart and and how can you individually go hard and make sure that you're giving it your your best because it's all about acceleration. If you're not constantly out there to accelerate, not only in the first F, right, but in in all of them, then you're doing yourself a disservice. All right, because if you're not accelerating, you're decelerating because everyone else is cruising up around you. And I think that's part of it for me of of why. For me, I love the structure of like pearls on a string, right? When I'm sitting there and it's time to do whatever the cue tells us to do, I'm going balls to the wall. And my goal is to find the youngest, strongest guy out there and whoop his rear end because then I can make fun of him the rest of the workout. And all I have to do is beat him one time in the race, right? If if it's a sprint and I beat him one time, I'm talking junk to him the rest of the time because guess what? He's never going to slack off while I'm chasing him the whole time. And my goal is to chase them. Um, The other thing I think on that is then in between the pearls, right? The idea is I can then look at the other Fs, right? I can meet the guy who's, who's new. I can meet the guy who's not quite up there physically. I can connect with them. I can talk about how'd you get your name, how your kids, what's going on. So I think that's the other way to be strong is making sure that I'm accelerating on all the Fs based on the format of the workout. But I think the key is, that it doesn't matter if you're the first first guy or the last guy. What matters is, are you constantly pushing yourself hard enough that you're sweating, that you're out of breath? Um, one of the guys here in ENC is, uh, is Mr. Belding. Belding's been around for a long time. And we used to have this sort of saying that if you went, you know, Belding style, right, it's basically you're giving it 120%, even if and especially if you're the last guy. And when he started running, he was always the last guy, but no one gave him a hard time at all. Cause he was trying his, best. he was always pushing it. And now it's one of those things where that's, that's a respect thing because we knew without a shadow of a doubt, he was sweating more than anybody. He smelled worse than anybody in the circle of trust. Right. Cause he oh, was, there's number two. I was waiting go. for the second thing of the day. I didn't need to know. And that's... So, so, but it, it was one of those things that was beautiful that guys respected because we knew where his heart was and his heart was strong and he's always trying to give it yeah. his best no matter what. And that I think is what the point of the message is. Yeah. I, th- I think you're right. And I, I think
1: that, um, you know, going back to what Gambino was, was saying before too. And that is that, you know, it sounds a, and you, and you kind of hit on it too there, Bono. Well, and gobbler as well, really. But, uh, it seems like the answer is, um, leadership. Could could that be the, the case, you know, that that really it's about the cue and it's about, you know, guys pushing each other and 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 all that kind of stuff. I, I think that um, I mean, and obviously we've talked around it to, to some degree, right, that that part of the issue is is you and, and what you believe in your heart, whether you have deluded yourself to say, no, no, I'm giving it my all or whether you're really digging deep and, and finding out if you're giving it absolutely everything you have. So I have a couple of questions uh, to go along with that then that, uh, so I'll give you an example and, and Gambino, uh, I should probably use your F3 name at some point. Um, but uh, I, I don't know. I like your sexy last name too, I guess. Um, and there's number three of the things that nobody needed to know today, <laughs> uh,
0: but I'm we, extremely uncomfortable with all the oily talk and sexy. talk. <laughs>
1: uh so pax what you can't see uh is that you know we're we're on a zoom call but uh since bada bing is is driving he got on just audio so i can't see his face i have no idea what his reactions are so half the time i'm just saying this oily stuff just to see if he's uh, still listening so um which i know he is but you get the idea so my question is this you know you mentioned bada bing mentioned like you know there he knows there's times when he's kind of sandbagging it kind of mailing it in and that kind of thing and i'm just going to go ahead and and be a little transparent and, and let everybody know this morning, I, uh, this doesn't happen all the time. It doesn't even happen all that often, really. Cause I'm usually pretty good about like knowing and saying, mm, I just need to rest today and I'm just going to sleep. And that's just the deal. And, and I'm, you know, I'm just not going to go. Um, this morning there was a chance that there was a guy from out of town who was visiting, um, who, and he, there was a chance he might be at the workout. And I woke up this morning and, you know, turn off my alarm and pulled a clap, like everybody's done this at least once or, or twice where you just fell back to sleep. And then my eyes popped open again at, uh, you know, 445. So, you know, my alarm goes off at three, five, five. And I usually I snooze it once. Cause that's just, it's a little mental game. I like to play with myself. Uh, so nine minutes later, then I get out of bed. Right. So really I get up at four Oh four, uh, don't tell anybody or <laughs> well, whatever. Right. So that's when I get up, uh, typically. But I, you know, for whatever reason, I thought I was more awake than I was or something. And uh, I fell asleep and woke back up at 445. The, the workout that I was going to this morning starts at five o'clock. Thankfully, it's only, I mean, it's almost exactly a mile from my house. So there's no problem making it there, right? So I jump up, you know, get ready, throw clothes on, throw my shoes on, you know, and, and drive uh, quickly to the AO. And, but the problem was, I, you know, I usually have kind of a routine that I do in the morning that wakes me up, stretches me out, all that kind of stuff. Right. And I didn't do that this morning, obviously, because I was rushing to get there and the whole time. And I recognized that some of it was mental. Right. But I was just not feeling it. And I had the thought, I was like, I, as soon as I saw that the, the visitor wasn't there because he didn't, he didn't show up, um, I was like, I think I'm just going to turn and go home. Like, I don't, I just don't want to do this this morning. Uh, I stayed obviously, but there were many, there were several times where I was like, you know what? I'm, I, I am electing to not do X, Y, or Z thing. Cause I am just not feeling it. I, no matter how hard I'm trying here, I, I don't think I'm going to make it uh, to the end of this workout. If I, if I go like, oh, I just can't go that hard right now. Um, and I don't know if it was all mental or not, but so the, I guess part of the question is, is if you're just not feeling it, or if you're feeling lousy like that, should I, do you just go home? Like, what do you do? Or do you just halfway it? Like what's, what's the what's the right answer there
0: yeah well i'm going to take this one because i have uh felt that way many times and i'm not going to use uh your feel felt found method on you Goa. but uh, for me when i uh have gotten up really late and i just you know come in hot to the workout or maybe i'm not feeling it or maybe i'm just pissed off or whatever those workouts tend to, for me to be the best workout that I actually get once I get there. Right. It's where it's those workouts where I'm like up early and I've got time and all this stuff. And I've got had time to think it's the ones where I don't have time to think or the ones where I really don't want to go and I go anyway. And they turn out to be the best workouts I ever had. Um, I push harder. If the cue makes it the harder it is, the better, right? Like Bono said in the beginning, I don't want to get up and roll out of bed and not want to go and then it just be, you know, a snooze fest and super soft. I want it to be as hard as possible because I rolled myself out of bed and I'm pissed off and and I'm there. And so for me, it's those workouts where I've had time to think about it and I've kind of talked myself, you know, into the softness a little bit. Oh, you know, my back's a little sore today. Oh, I'm not going to do this. You know, I'm going to just run middle of the pack. And um, those are the times when if some guy sees me doing that, they need to say, hey, bada bing. You know, spread up to the front here, you, know, you know, work harder, do some extra burpees, give some donations to some guys. You know, that's what I need. Um, but, you know, for me, it's a little bit opposite of that. And that's how that's ha- been yeah. true for me that when I roll in hot uh, or I'm, you know, I've got something going on in my life, I need F3 even more. And mm. just for the very fact that I show up, they better, I'm going to throw down, you know.
1: Yeah, no, I, I hear you. I hear you. And, and for me this morning, uh, and, and that's definitely true, but this morning, Uh, It was more of like a, I jumped up, I ran there, I got going and I got, you know, I got started and and we're just in the workout. And I was just like, I don't, uh, I can't do another round of this. Like, I just, I don't have it. I I don't know. Anyway, Bono, what were you going to say?
2: I was, as you were talking before you asked the question, I was going to ask you the, almost the same question. I was like, all right, so do you just stay home? And I think for me, the, the key thing is it's that whole preparedness concept is that if I know that, like today, you said your workout, wasn't a, you weren't there, you weren't there, it's probably a sign you need to rest, right? So it's that thing of preparedness means I'm probably not going to go tomorrow. That makes sense. I think it's, are you going to go tomorrow, aren't you? So, not a chance. Oh, well, that's no. okay.
1: Yeah. So, so when you said, I'm, I'm not going to go tomorrow, I was like, yeah, that is exactly right. I, I am clearly uh,
2: needing to rest. But yeah, go ahead. And that's Okay. Because I think the the body needs rest, the brain needs rest in order to to get stronger, and that's the whole thing. I think that that there are times when if it's prepared and it's planned, then it's part of a plan. That's not quitting. That's not that's not fart sacking, right? That's a, it's that's why there's a the term smart sack. It's because it's planned, right? What you got?
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I was going to say that is that's what they call the smart sack, um, and not to jump in there on you, but. Yeah, I mean, there are, there are some times, and we, we've got a guy, uh, shout out to F3 Prunetang, who's always saying, hey, if you need to modify and you really are feeling that way, just modify and make it to the next workout because having rest and being able to make it to the next workout is extremely important uh, as well, right? Because you want guys to be around and not be on IR for long periods of time. But, they, but we do need to continue on this you know, path of pushing harder and not getting soft at, at the same time. So there is that balance there.
2: So I, I think sort of jumping in a little bit on, on what Bada Bing was saying earlier at the same time, if it's not planned, if I just get up and I'm thinking I don't feel like it today, right? But I, it's not a it's the, I don't have a fever, I'm not throwing up, right? There's there's I'm not sick. Then I think there's a lot of times when I go to the workout and I'm invigorated because I went, because yeah. I tried. I work harder because I tried, sure. because I showed up. And that I think is the other key. Yeah. And
1: I'll I'll agree with that, but this was kind of during, but go ahead, God, what are you going to say?
3: So there's two things there. One is this is where having a goal comes into mind, right? So there's a difference in exercise. It's a difference in exercise and training Exercise is Oh, there's seven days a week. I'm going to go find the hardest workout I can find every day. And you just go pursue it. Okay. Recovery, rest recovery is not antithesis to hard workouts. They go hand in hand. The more intense you go in each workout, the more likely you're going to need a rest day. So you can do 80% every day, or you can go 110% today, which means you're going to have to take it easy the next day. You can't do back to back. That's just, that's just known training methodology, right? You, you just can't do it. I don't, unless you're, you know, uh, maybe Jocko, I guess. I don't Let's know. Say D- David Goggins, who knows, right? David hey, Goggins, who right? Knows? Yeah. And, and even then they didn't get there overnight. They, they, it's relative, right? So it's 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 the super compensation cycle of of athletic performance. is you go really really hard, you recover, and then you go again. You recover, and you go again. All right. If you right after your really really hard workout, you actually have less capability be, because you're you're tired. So that's the difference between, um, you know, you have to have recovery, but in order to know what to do, you have to have a goal. All right. You have to have. now that's what makes it training. Now you have a plan. Now you go okay. I because of this I need to rest here here and here. Oh okay, and rest is going to be. Oh wait, I'm going to do a recovery workout. Hey guys, I'm training for this. This is a recovery day. I'm starting up impromptu AO right here, aka leadership. Uh, you all can come. It's uh, my recovery days. We're going to be two miles of of uh, just you know a jog, and then we're going to do coffee tree afterwards and do Q source. Bam! Now you've just started up a, a whole new AO, and you're hitting across all three F's. So that's that's that idea of planning any recovery the other thing is i i have a rule you always show up you always show up so what What do you mean well it was like this i so i was training this was before i started doing uh actually i was doing f3 but we were only i was only doing saturday aos and i was lifting weights really hard and i just i completely pulled the shit out of my back i'm talking like i tying my shoes cup brought me to tears it was bad and so that happened. Monday comes and I said, I'm going to the gym. It, I got to the gym and I walked the track. And that's all I did. And I went home. You know, I stretched, I went home. And I did that for a week. But I got up and I maintained the habit. And this is where we have to understand that sometimes hard is very relative to where you're at, is you still maintain the habit. And so what I would challenge guys is show up. Maybe you show up and you say, Hey guys, I can't do this workout today, but I'm here because I need the fellowship. I want the fellowship where I just maintain the habit. Don't just go dark. Just don't go silent. Show up. Always show up. Hmm. Hmm.
0: Yeah. I think that that's a great point. Like, I mean, we're in the gloom and I think, uh, Oh man, GMO'd, we got GMO'd one day when he said, you know, the gloom, it may have been on another podcast, but the gloom is not just the dark of the morning. Sometimes you're working out the gloom inside of you and sometimes you just need to let guys know because, hey, what does it matter? They're your brothers, right? Hey, I'm not feeling it today. and I might not be able to do all the reps, but I'm here, right? And they can, they can uplift you, right? Just for being there.
1: No, that's fair. I'm thinking back to, uh, you know, nearly a year ago when, you know, knee surgery time came and and I was absolutely resistant. I, you know, I was not going to show up unless I could do something. You know, this whole like walk around the parking lot. No, not doing that. That's, you know, that's for sissies. I don't know what I thought. <laughs> Actually, I think I just thought I was a lot more healthy than I really was. But that's, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I, I have traditionally been resistant to that. And I think it doesn't, it does not serve me well. Um, uh, because, uh, what I think GMO, we'll just keep quoting GMO. Uh, I don't know if he's, you know, if he's not here, we can tell we can make up that he said whatever we want to say, right? Um, no, but I think he said, you know, it takes him about three days to turn into a sad clown, right? Uh, before he, you know, he goes off the rails. And and that's true of me as well. Uh, I don't know, three days, but it happens pretty quick, right? Where if I'm not out and I'm not seeing guys and I'm not, um, you know, working out and getting the exercise, then I, I do kind of, you know, trail off into nowhere. But um, Bono, you, you look like you had something more to say.
2: Yeah. So I think what you're talking about there is the, this idea of, of discipline, right? Both the, the discipline, the habit of getting up, the discipline in the the habit of, of trying your best and pushing yourself. Um, I think those are, are key things because like you, like GMO just said, you know, three days, I think I've seen that too, where if, if I get out of that routine, my sleeping patterns get off. If my sleeping patterns get off, instead of going to bed in the 10 o'clock hour, it's the 12 or one o'clock hour. I'm watching dumb videos on Facebook and it's like three hours later. Right. And I'm like,
1: I've never done that. I don't know what you're talking about. I
2: I mean, it's, it's horrible. And, and, and it hit me worse actually. And I really realized this is this, um, this vice, this gesture, um, COVID, And the first time that This is early on when we really practiced the whole separating and and quarantine mess. And I was away from my bride for a good 10 days. And it was like I was away from the house. I was away from the workouts. I was trying to work out by myself, but I got out of the habit. And it was about three o'clock in the morning. And for some reason, I was watching all the uh, some dumb. It was some dumb movie. There's a trilogy. And I'm sitting there thinking, holy crap, I've watched all three of the movies. Um, The Godfather. Uh, it was so, it was something <laughs> dumb, a Keanu Reeves movie where he shoots everybody up. But oh, Matrix! No, it wasn't Matrix. Oh. Nope, nope. It was Don a, Wick. Don Wick. Don Wick. Yes, Don yeah. Wick. There's nothing. And to I'm about sitting those. here, those and I'm and I and I had no idea. I literally watched all three, and I think it started at ten o'clock. My girls went to bed. And I was like, "Yeah, this is interesting." And I've never seen these. And I'm like going through, and I didn't even realize I did it but it was just, it sucked me in because yeah. I got out of the discipline of pushing myself. I got out of the discipline of getting up with the guys. I got out of the discipline of doing it. And then the wheels fell off. Yeah. Uh, and I yeah. think that's why it's so important to push yourself and constantly accelerate, because if not those guardrails fall off and you get squirrely. Um, yeah. And that I think is the reason. Yep. That's what hit me hard in the face during that time. No, I'll agree. Thank you for that. God, go ahead. No,
3: I, I, you know, exactly what he was saying there. You know, first of all, if you're going to stay up, um, watching John Wick is totally acceptable. That, yeah. that's, that is totally acceptable. I mean, if you, had said, my know, pony, <laughs> if you had said my little pony or something, you know, we'd, have to, <laughs> we'd have to have some, some correction going on here because that violates the values of our shared Don't mess behavior. with his dog. That was my one message. Right? Oh, yeah,
2: yeah. Well, that's absolutely accurate. But,
3: but I, you know, I, I know we're probably coming to another time. And it's, again, I say, come back to the original point, you know, it takes – a leader to hold apparent things that are apparently diametric opposites and find a solution. And I say apparent deliberately, but even if they are opposites, because sometimes we do have to hold two competing ideas in our hands, one on the left, one on the right, and we have to find a way forward. If it was easy, it wouldn't be a problem. You wouldn't be a leader. So, So, you know, when you say, hey, I want to take, if you're a leader in your region or you want to, you aspire to, you know, and you say, I, uh, hardness is going to have, is going to be an attribute that you must, um, not just adopt, but you must become synonymous with it. And you must, that must, and however that, whatever that takes for you, I practice it through, you know, lifting weights in the morning, you know, three days a week. That's what I do. That's my way of practicing it. Other people, some, you might have another way of practicing it, um, and developing it. Maybe it's by doing sprints, you know, whatever it takes, you know, I hate suicides as well. We do them during workouts. So whatever it takes. And then at the same time, when you show up, develop the skill of developing workouts. That is a skill. Um, and if you need help with that, there are plenty of people in this nation that will coach you through how to develop a workout to balance, or maybe that's an indication that you need a new AO. And you know, we in the army Monday morning, typically in the army is it was a run day in most units, and we do ability groups. And you you break down by your ability to run. You do it because
1: that it mean, allows. Kind of, uh, here's the seven minute guys, the eight minute guys, the nine minute like, that kind of thing. Okay,
3: and you run together. And the idea is you will run at a pace that everyone can stay at, but it's going to be tough. Don't fall out, or else. Don't find out what the or else is.
1: Oh, pass on or else. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And so, yeah, here's the eight minute guys. The eight minute guys are going to run at 730 and the nine minute guys are going to run at 830. And that's just how you do it. And so whatever you got to do. Okay. Yeah. Figure it out. But those are leadership challenges. Look at these as not as, oh, well, I can't figure it out. Throw in the towel. I guess. Or yeah.
1: (laughs) Slaughter's a jerk for even saying so, or, you yeah. know, whatever. Right. Cause that's not the case. You know, he, yeah. he wasn't, if you felt called out, then mm. I'm going to help and say, maybe, maybe you were <laughs> yeah, right. But, uh, but I think that, you know, I think that sometimes, and I think this is kind of what he was talking about too. And I think that sometimes we, we struggle with this and that is, we tend to say things like, well, it's more than a workout. Yes, it is. You know, well, this is, you know, this is where I get my friends. Yes, absolutely. That is true. All those things are true. And the F's are in the order they're in on purpose. And it's not saying that you can't make friends, you know, if you don't work out hard. We're not saying that you can't have impact if you don't work out hard. Like that's not the point, but the point is that it starts with the integrity and the discipline and the intensity that comes from regularly performing difficult workouts. And unless you are, I mean, we say it in Q school or I mean, uh, uh, you know, during GTEs and all that kind of stuff all the time, you know, an unfit man is not fit to lead. You know, if you're not, if you're not that kind of guy who is, and that doesn't mean that you, you look like uh, you know, Gambino, right. That you're, you're an Adonis. It doesn't mean that. Um, right. <laughs> just making sure you're still paying attention. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Uh, but you know, but it doesn't, it doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that you look like, you know, uh, Brad Pitt or, uh, you know, some big muscly, whatever guy like, right. That's not what, that's not the point. The point is that, that you are getting fit, that you are fit. You know, it's not that you're a bodybuilder, but it's just that you are, you are pushing. You are constantly looking for the way to, to stay 43 feet ahead. Fair? Go ahead, Gob.
3: I was going to say, um, there is this belief that, that certain attributes are only physical or mental. And there, there are attributes such as discipline, such as toughness, you know, mental fortitude, that they cross domains, meaning they're physical, they're mental, they're spiritual, emotional. And the belief is you can develop it in one area and it not affect the other, um, or you can let it slide in one area and it not affect the other, and that is mm. for shit across the board. Um, just straight up, you're either disciplined or you're not. You're not physically disciplined and but not mentally. It's discipline across the board.
1: No, that's the yeah the old uh, how you do everything is how you do or how you do anything is how you do everything kind of thing.
3: Yeah. So so to what's your point? The reason we practice physical toughness. Is because it carries over and makes us mentally tough, and then that will carry over and make us physically and emotionally tough. And yes, there are days you will border people will accuse you of being a jerk or an asshole because you are tough. The two, to an untrained eye, the two look similar. Dead on. All right. When somebody brings me something little piddling, and cries about it. I do look at him and go. You know, I judge the person and you know, I give them the appropriate amount of compassion that I have at that time that I can spare. Usually zero. <laughs> <It's> not much because <laughs> i spend spent it all on my children. Fair. And you know, and then, it, it, but it is. I'll be honest. I mean, it, it is. It is difficult for me when someone brings something that is like you know something. I I, I you know that balance. I know it's important to you, but in the grand right. scope of things, I'm like this is really nothing. And, and just to kind of. Put it in a little, you know, perspective, you know, someone will, will say something, you know, oh, this is difficult. Oh, this is hard. And in the back of my mind, I, my mind does go to those times when I had to um, go to multiple funerals for soldiers who committed suicide. Or my yeah. mind goes to those times when I was sitting in Afghanistan and I had to run from my truck across an IED crater, look a guy in the eye because I needed information, look at the injured soldiers, run back to my truck, send up the radio call and continue. And that process of of making sure that we got done what we got done. And then an hour later I break down. Right. Sure. And, and those things are out there, right? And and so and that's a diff. Sometimes that's difficult for me to balance that and to meet the guy where he's at, but that's why we have an SLT, right? That's why, you yeah. know,
1: you want compassion, go to GMO. You're not going to get it from gobbler. It's as simple as that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and I think that's where, you know, your shield lock comes in too, because you can really kind of break down things with them on, Hey, I'm, I'm getting soft or I need, I'm struggling. Uh, that's true. You know, and, yeah. And they can, they can bump you in back in, uh, back on the rails.
1: Yeah. I would say, hopefully, you know, those, those guys are close enough to you and you're working out with them enough that they're going to notice too. Right. Uh, and they'll help you get back in there too.
2: Yeah.
3: Uh, Darn, to fair, that's I one think thing
1: people I, want to OBT for compassion, not dread. Duh. I'm, actually, I'm not <laughs> sure you get a whole lot from either one, but yeah. But Go <laughs> ahead. Go ahead. So, that,
2: that's one thing I think you said, even with your SLT, right? You want guys who will actually look in the eye and, and say you're slacking off um, yeah. and maybe use those harsh words in a loving way right that's what candor is the yeah. you know making sure they're firm making sure they get with you yeah. um and th- that's what's key um today we were here at enc uh dredge 2.1 is coming to east carolina university and the reason he showed up wednesday is he said is slt said show up post um, and then he showed up thursday we had our three-headed hound which is our crazy monthly seaside we do and It's one of those things that's supposed to be the three hardest workouts with the three hardest cues in three consecutive days. Because by the time you get up for day three, that delayed onset muscle soreness, DOMS, is hitting hard and you do not want to get up. So by day three, it's tough. But what Dred said is, is that discipline of getting up that second day is what kept him from having that second beverage that he wanted to have when he was, mm. you know, it was one of those, it was, and so that discipline helped yeah. in between the navigational beacons. That's um, very true. That's what's key. And yeah. your SLT is what holds you accountable because the whole purpose of not SLT, the shield lock, the shield lock yeah. is, is really the whole purpose of the shield lock. Same difference. Maybe it's
1: your personal SLT, right? Yeah. Right. So, yeah. so
2: the, dip, the, the purpose of the shield lock is to, Accelerate with peers who are on the, a similar trajectory, right? So we're all working together. It's not the same, but similar. But we're all pushing, and they're the ones that hold me accountable.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Go ahead, Gob. You look like you said, did. You have something still? You were going oh, to. Say? I'm always, I'm always in thought. Yeah, I know, but we don't have time for a, one of your diatribes. I, I thought if you I had some you final
0: quiet I, thought, I can start. I can throw something out there because earlier this year, uh, I I went through 75 hard, and I did it last year as well. And so I know just through going through that program that I can be disciplined. And if you don't know about that program, look it up. I'm not going to explain it here, but it's definitely, it's two workouts a day plus a whole bunch of other stuff for 75 days. And, you know, the reason why sometimes I feel like I'm soft is because after 75 hard, it's like, Ooh, maybe I can take a little break. You know, I'm not having to do two workouts a day. I'm just going go to go one, you know, and but I know what's inside of me. And I know, that I can do more. You know, and so sure, but is that that's really where sustainable? um no, it's not. It's not okay. sustainable. And I'm not yeah. saying you should yeah. do two work. Yeah. I'm not suggesting it. I am suggesting maybe giving it a try if you feel like right. you need a little extra. But um but the reality is, you know, you've got to keep accelerating and and and, and making sure again, you versus you holding yourself accountable and then having your shield lock holding you accountable. And I think that's the key to not getting soft.
3: Yeah. You know I I'll, I'll... I'll share a, a decision I had to to deal with that I don't, it was a difficult decision. And I, I think that going through my whole life experience has helped me to make this decision. And that was, I, um, I had 2018 to 19, you know, my, my ex-wife moved out to Washington and left me on the East coast, took my girls with me. So I commuted back and forth from commuting. I went back and forth. A lot of y'all know that. Um, and so, but as, as that was going on at the same time, Uh, My father eventually became um, – something was obviously wrong with him. Uh, He was not diagnosed until 2019 after I'd already moved out here, but he was diagnosed with Lewy body dementia. But we knew long before it that he was losing his mind. Something was wrong, yeah. Yeah. And so for me, living in Pittsburgh, You know, I had two brothers down around uh, where he was, but it was like I – so here I am. I'm split. I I have two daughters on – my two daughters on the West Coast my dad needs me on the East coast. The farm is just going into like the crapper. I mean, I'm walking around. I mean, I went down there and it was just mentally very difficult to see what was going on and things not getting taken care of. And at the end of the day, I just, I looked at my, you know, I looked at my M and I said, you know what? It's pretty simple. My, my dad has three sons, two of which are close by my girls have one father. That's all there is to it. Right. And I could, and, but that is hard. And to this day, is still hard. He hasn't passed. I actually, just before this call, I was talking to my mom on the phone and, and things are not getting, I mean, they're going exactly where they would be going with a man with low body dementia. They're not getting any better. Right. And, and it's difficult to be away from him, but I know I'm where I need to be. And so when we get up in the morning and we practice difficult things, it prepares us for the time when we have to make difficult decisions And if you haven't done the hard work leading up to it, it it doesn't make those decisions any easier and it doesn't make them go away. You're still going to have to do them. And I know most of us being in our our 40s have had to in some way, shape, or form deal with those types of decisions. And so if you want to make them easier, make your life harder today. I don't know if it could be
1: said much better than that. And I'm not, I'm not just saying that because we're near the end, but uh, that's, that's a really, that's, that's kind of the point I think is, is that it is more than a workout, but don't forget it's a freaking workout. Right. And, and the reason for it is not just to be a stud and run out front. The reason for it is not just to, you know, show off and, you know, whatever um, the reason for it isn't even just to get in good shape to, to be in good shape. The reason for getting in good shape is so that you can be useful uh, and, and that you can, as Galbra just outlined when, when the, when the going gets tough, you have the ability to get going, um, and you don't break down, and you don't crumble into a ball, and you don't leave your family and whoever else wanting and, and needing more, and you don't have it to give. So, uh, with that, gentlemen, I, I thank you. I hope that uh, I hope that helped uh, some folks as they listen to you know Slaughter's message about not being soft. Uh, hopefully, they they kind of get the idea that um, you know he, he's not saying you, you know you guys are a bunch of wimps he's saying, I think harder times are coming. And I think what I, what he gets discouraged about is the idea that men will accept less from themselves. And, uh, and that's what, that's what we can't have. Um, and I agree with him on that hundred percent. And with that, we will sign off another episode of the 43 feet podcast. I thank you gentlemen for joining me and we will see you all next week.
3: Mean, mean pride.
1: Thanks for listening to the 43 Feet Podcast. If you like what you heard on the show, or if it's helped you in some way, we'd ask you to rate us, write a review, and share us with your friends and networks. It really does help others to find us. If you have questions, comments, or concerns, write us at questions at 43feetpodcast.com or tweet us at 43feetpodcast. The climb we're on to create virtuous leaders isn't going to be easy, but we'll get there, 43 feet at a time.